welcome to the Positivity and Prosperity podcast. If you're ready for a dose of inspiration and insight, then you've come to the right place. My name is Victoria Maskell and I'm a psychotherapist, mindset coach and positivity practitioner. I help women just like you to have their own Cinderella stories and transform their mindsets to make their dreams a reality. So if you're a coach, an entrepreneur, or just looking to up-level your life, then this is the podcast for you. I'm going to be talking all things money mindset, manifesting your dream life, and how to use your subconscious to achieve anything you set your mind to. I'm going to be filling these podcast episodes with stories and inspiration for you, things to make you smile, feel supported, and get ready to crush your goals and manifest your dreams. There is no such thing as a coincidence in life. So just by listening to this podcast, you are one step closer to making your dream life, business, and mindset a reality. So if you're ready for today's dose of positivity and prosperity, then let's dive in. Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Positivity and Prosperity podcast. I hope wherever you are in the world, wherever you're listening to this, that you're having an amazing day. Um, And today's episode, I am bringing you a key tool and technique that you can use to reset your mindset, to help you reset your kind of vibration and get you back into that manifestation alignment. And I'm really excited to share this with you because I know that lots of people come across what I'm going to call bumps in the road. And that's normal. We're human. That's something that happens to all of us. And we need tools. We need ways of navigating what happens. Because when it comes to mindset and manifestation, it would be wrong to say that you're never going to have a bad day. And you are never going to come across a, a tricky situation. Because that's not how life works. But a lot of what we need to focus on is how we see that situation. So that's what today's episode is about. If maybe you've had a bad day, or maybe something has cropped up in your life, your business, to do with your finances or relationships, and you're like, oh, it's really lowering my vibration, I'm feeling low, I'm feeling stressed, I'm feeling overwhelmed. If that is you, if you're experiencing any of that right now, this episode is going to be super, super helpful for you because I'm going to be talking through a really powerful tool that is going to change all of that. Because, right, we know that thoughts become things. If you've ever followed my podcast before or if you've followed any of my Instagram videos, you've been part of any of my trainings, that is one of my phrases. It's not one I made up, but it's one of my favorite phrases that thoughts become things. Because we know now through scientific processes that the thoughts we think have a direct impact on the results we get through energy, through our feelings, through our actions. Um, and I talk about this process that starts with the programs we have in our subconscious mind that leads us to think certain thoughts which leads us to have certain feelings, so we attach emotions to thoughts. Those feelings, whether they're positive or negative, or somewhere in between, affect the actions we take, and then ultimately that affects the results. 
So right now, if you have experienced something, maybe it's something that's happened today, you've got an email from someone or your boss has been really difficult or you've had an argument with a friend or you're not feeling good in your body, if that is you, then this technique is really going to help you shift this because what we want to do is we want to change the way we view a situation. We can't change the situation a lot, especially when it involves someone else or something else because all we have control of is ourselves. Um, I did my first live masterclass in the Science of Manifestation Uncovered on Sunday and this is one of the things we were talking about. Where do we have power? Where do we have control? And the answer is we have massive power and we have massive control because we control ourselves. We can control the thoughts we think, we can control the feelings we have, and therefore we can control the way we view situations and the actions we take. The problem is, a lot of the time, this is deep in our subconscious and we find ourselves instantly overreacting to things or getting super anxious or super nervous or super scared about something. And it can be really, really frustrating because I, can't, I cannot tell you how many times Clients have said to me that really well-meaning friends and family have said things like, oh, just don't think about it. Or, oh, just take a deep breath and you'll be fine. Or, oh, just think about something else. And the problem with that is it's well-meaning advice, but if something is really deep-rooted, if something is in your subconscious, what you're trying to do with that, think about something else, is you're trying to control your conscious mind, which is fine but it's not originating in your conscious mind. It's originating in your subconscious because you've got deep, deep programming. But what I'm gonna talk about today is something that you can really specifically action. And I want us to talk about this idea of an event has no meaning until the one we place on it. So you failing your driving test means nothing. All, it, all that's really happened in that example is you have got two, you've got, I don't know what the threshold is now. When I did my driving test, I think you could get, uh, I think you could get 10 minors and still pass. And I think 10 was the highest number of minors you could get. But let's say you've got 11 minors and that therefore means they're not going to give you a certificate. That's it. But something like failing a driving test or not getting the grade you want in an exam or not getting a job that you interviewed for, it activates in us deep emotions because we have meanings about this. We have an idea of what it means to fail a driving test or get the grade, a different grade to the one you were hoping for or to not get a particular job. But the actual event itself means nothing. If there was no one to see it or no one to observe it, it wouldn't be a thing. It's because we're human and it's because we are social and we're interacting that events take on meanings. Now, sometimes things happen, you know, and we get worried, we get stressed, and we then start to think, oh my gosh, I'm messing up my manifestations. I'm lowering my vibration. And then we get into a need feeling. Oh my God, I need to feel better. I need to get over this. I need to change the way I'm thinking. But that can often throw you in the opposite direction when you're then like, ah, okay, now I'm beating myself up because I've had a negative thought. Or I'm beating myself up because I know so much about manifestation and mindset that I feel guilty that I'm feeling this stress or overwhelm or whatever. 
these feelings are normal. I think the more we talk about it, we become aware of it, and then we get to analyze it. So bottling it up or trying to fight it away, or you know, the, the Abraham Hicks phrase, what we resist persists, is probably not just Abraham Hicks, but she definitely talks about that. It's really true. Whereas when you use the tool we're going to talk about now, you are A, becoming aware of it. You're realizing that you're feeling a certain way that's not serving you. Maybe you're feeling really anxious, you're feeling nervous, you're, you're feeling low, you're lacking confidence, or you're really, really angry at someone. And you're like, I don't want to be angry. I don't want to be stressed. I was having a lovely day until this nonsense or this crap or this whatever happened. So because of the link to manifestation, because of the fact that actually feeling these negative emotions doesn't feel really very nice, it's important to have tools. So what we're gonna talk about now is this mindset tool, but it's also a manifestation tool because of this powerful link between the way we think, the way we feel, the actions we take, and then ultimately the results. So this technique is called a reframe. Now, what does a reframe mean? What is a reframe? It basically means that you're going to look at something in a different way. You're going to look at this event or this action or this argument you've had or whatever it is through a new lens or through a different filter or just look at it without the same emotions that you were feeling in that moment. Right, why would we use a reframe? We would use it to feel better. Like, if you really, really pull manifestation down or pull life down to one thing, it's that we wanna feel good. We wanna feel happy. Even if your goal, so if your goal is to have an incredibly successful business, why? Why do you want that? Probably because you wanna be happy. Now you might say, okay, I wanna have a successful business because I wanna have enough money to do whatever that is, to buy a house, to pay off debt, to look after your family, to have private medical insurance, okay? Amazing, but why do you want those things? And you might then say, so that I can. I'm like, great, and why do you want those things? If you keep asking yourself why and why and why, it's gonna come down to feeling good, feeling happy, maybe feeling safe. But you could argue that if you feel safe, you can feel happy. If you feel unsafe, it's very difficult to feel happy. Or you might have another word, you might say peaceful, joyful, etc. But ultimately, that is the goal. So we use a reframe to feel better about a situation, to feel more positive. We use a reframe when something is stressing us out, making us feel overwhelmed, making us feel angry. We're going to use it in a time where we are feeling emotions that we don't want to feel. And it's also really, really useful to stop the chain of events. So it stops a person or it stops you taking actions that are not supportive of the end result. So let me give you a little example here. Let's say, I'll go with a driving example because that probably fits a lot of different people. So you take your driving test and you fail your driving test. That's the facts. You sat in a car, you did an exam, and they didn't tick the box to say you'd passed. Now, that event itself has no meaning, but two different people are gonna see that potentially in very different ways. 
And the way we see something, the feelings that we have attached to it, has a massive impact on the actions we take and then the end result. So you could argue that there's a manifestation here in that if you take a driving test, you want to manifest passing so that you can drive yourself to work or drive around or whatever you want to do. So person A does not pass their driving test. Okay, person A goes, oh, okay, I got nine minors or I got 11 minors. If I'd got one fewer, I would have passed. Awesome. I was so close. I've done so well. I couldn't drive six months ago. And now look at me. I am so close to passing. Amazing. I'm going to have some more lessons. I'm going to speak to my driving instructor. I'm going to really practice that one little thing. Next time, I'm going to be, I'm going to pass. And I'm even going to be a better driver because I'm going to have had more experience. Awesome. So what does that person feel? Probably quite buoyant, quite resilient, quite positive, and therefore the actions they're going to take are empowering. They're adaptive. They're like, okay. Um, they might say that they're going to ask a few more questions, find out where they can improve, retake their test, and they'll feel good about it. Okay. Person B has the same event. They don't pass their driving test. They feel like they're not good enough. They feel like they've failed. They feel like they've let their driving instructor down. They might feel like, oh, I knew it. Oh, I've always struggled with driving. I just can't do this. This is so embarrassing. I'm never going to pass. Now, they've got completely different feelings to exactly the same event. Now, the actions that person B is going to take, they could, they could go full out and say, right, that's it. I can't do it anymore. I'm not doing it. I'm just never going to pass. I'm never going to get it back in a car again. That's it. I knew I wasn't good enough. So ultimately, their result or their manifestation of being able to drive certainly isn't going to happen in the near future because of those really strong negative emotions that are driving their actions and ultimately driving that result. So when you use a reframe, you're using it so that you feel differently about a situation. Sometimes you even see it through different eyes. You see it from a different angle. You actually challenge your perception of what the event was because just in that really simple example, you can see that the same event was interpreted and, and kind of taken in two very, very different ways. So let me give you another specific example of something that you can reframe that's related to money. So let's say that you have paid a fair amount of money, I don't know, like maybe 200 pounds towards some insurance or towards um, a potential something. And you've got to a place where actually you didn't need that insurance. Maybe this is an extra test or an extra um, policy that you took out just to be on the safe side. And then you've got to the end of your the process and you felt like you've wasted money or Maybe you're beating yourself up thinking, oh, I should have listened to that person who said I didn't need to pay that extra money. You're feeling guilty, you're feeling annoyed. Maybe it's even then spiraling into, I always make mistakes with money. Money's always going out. I always seem to be spending it. It never seems to be coming in because of this one event where you paid for something that you ended up not needing. This could even be something like, you know, you bought a dress that you didn't wear to an event or you bought a dress and it sat in your wardrobe with the tag on and now it doesn't fit or you don't like it or whatever. So imagine that is the example and then the negative feelings that you've got as a result. Now, if you reframed this, we're not changing the event because the event has happened. You've paid for that insurance you didn't need or you've bought that dress that you didn't wear. 
But if you saw it differently, you might say something like, well, do you know what? I was abundant enough to have that money to pay for that insurance. I had enough excess to be able to pay for that feeling of comfort and safety. Or to have, if it was the dress example, you know, I had enough money to pay for that beautiful dress, to try it on, to have it in my wardrobe. I, I was lucky enough to have that option. Then if it was related to the insurance, you might be saying, actually, I was able to take that luxury option. I was able to have that insurance to give me that feeling of safety, of freedom, to protect myself. And hang on a minute, maybe this was a win-win situation because I didn't need it. But if I had, everything would have been covered. So either way, you were safe. Either way, it was a great decision because you actively said, you know what, I'm gonna pay for this insurance because if I don't need it, that's amazing because then that means nothing negative's happened. But if I do, I'm covered and I get I get that feeling of freedom and safety. Now, to, to share a little client example, and the client has given me permission to share this, um, she was in a position where she needed to pay for her car to be serviced. And when I think they had a look at her car, they said, okay, well, we can do this, but it needs this, this, and this, and the bill's gonna be about a thousand pounds. And the car was about seven years old by this point. So she's thinking, oh, what do I do? Do I pay it? Cause that's a big chunk of money for a slightly older car. What should I do? And she took this situation and said, right, I'm actually going to pay this because I know that money comes back to me. I know it's a larger amount of money and I think friends and family, uh, maybe her partner was saying, oh, are you sure that is a lot of money on the car? And she said, no, I am gonna see it as investing in the car and I know the money is gonna come back to me. And she told me that the next month when she got her um, pay packet, paycheck, there was an extra 1,000 pounds, the exact amount that she'd had to pay for the car service. And apparently she called up um, her company and was like, oh, um, I just wanted to check this was right. Um, is it a mistake? And they were like, no, 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 we owed you that money. We're so sorry. Um, we, re we realized our mistake and, and we've paid it back. So there's a little reframe in there. Rather than seeing it as, oh my God, my car is so expensive, I have to pay so much, so much is wrong with it, oh my gosh, where am I gonna find a thousand pounds? She said, okay, I can pay it, I know that thousand pounds is gonna come back to me, so I'm not gonna end up worse off, I'm actually gonna be better off because my car is gonna be fixed and I know it's gonna be safe and it's gonna be good to drive and I know the money is gonna come back and it did. So thank you for sharing that. If you're listening to this, you know who you are. Um, if anyone actually has ever got any manifestation examples they want to share, please do feel free. Um, if you're not already following me on Instagram, then come and find me on, uh, so Instagram at victoria.maskell, M-A-S-K-E-L-L, and feel free to share any manifestations, no matter how big or small, I love, love, love hearing those. And if you're happy for me to share those on the podcast anonymously, then please let me know because it's so helpful to hear manifestation examples because you're expanding your mind as to what's possible. You're making it real. Every time there is um, an example, whether that is related to money, relationships, careers, manifesting free gifts, whatever it is, the more you hear it, the more real it becomes. And that is so cool with manifestation. Let me give you another example of this reframe then. So let's say um, you went for a job and you didn't get it. 
the negative emotions that might be coming up could be anger, could be frustration, could be a, why did they get it? They're not as good as me. They're not as experienced. This doesn't feel fair. You might be thinking, oh my God, it's because I'm so bad at interviews. I mess things up. I always say the wrong thing. You might be thinking, oh my gosh, everything is just working against me right now. I don't get it. I'm trying. All of these things could be coming up because of this event. And again, these are normal, okay? If you are always going to the negative emotions in these examples, don't worry. The fact that you're aware of it is the first step to changing and shifting this and using these reframes, you can actually get yourself back into that positive mindset. And the reason why I talk about a positive mindset is because it feels better. And if you feel better, number one, you are happier. Often you're healthier. Your immune system is stronger. You feel more resilient. You see new situations in a different light. So there's a knock-on consequence with this. If one event happens to you and you're able to use a reframe and you're able to see it in a more positive light, the next event that happens, you are going to be seeing that through a positive filter. So, um, okay, let's give an example. Let's say you um, overslept in the morning. I love this as an example, but I bet everyone's done this. So you overslept in the morning and you reframe that and you say, okay, I am just going to get everything done so much faster this morning and I might be 10 minutes late, but I'm going to work 10 minutes later and it's all going to be fine. So you kind of go, okay, it's a bit annoying, but you see it in a positive light. Let's, let's say then you get to work and your computer isn't working. If you'd been in that same negative mindset, your computer not working at the start of the day would feel 10 times worse than if you'd done that reframe. Because you might, in a positive mindset, go, oh, my computer isn't working. No problem, I'll go and speak to Jan from accounts and do that thing I need to do first, and maybe when I come back, my computer will have rebooted. You find a solution because you're in a positive mindset, you're feeling resilient, you're feeling good. If you'd been feeling negative and still stuck in that negative mindset, you might be wanting to throw it out the window. You might allow yourself to get into that, great, today's just awful, everything's going wrong. Remember what I said about the start, thoughts become things. And what we focus on expands. So when you're using a reframe, you are shifting direction. You're allowing yourself to focus on more positive things. So let me go back to that job example. Um, if you did a reframe, you might say to yourself, okay, I was a bit upset and I was a bit frustrated or angry or whatever, but do you know what? Maybe there is something even better and not getting this frees me up for that. Maybe you could say, actually, this was a really good experience because I haven't interviewed for a job in ages and now it's just reminded me of my strengths or things I can work on. Maybe you got some amazing feedback. Maybe you can see that actually the only reason you didn't get the job is because the other person had a little bit more experience and there's nothing you could do to change that. So actually you are a great candidate, you've got some great feedback. Maybe it makes you think, well, did I even really want that job? Was it through fear? Was it through, oh my God, I need something or I should be progressing? You get the opportunity to reframe it and ask yourself really, good, really, really good questions. So let me give you some generic stuff now about reframes because you might be listening to this thinking, well, the stuff that's happening for me right now, it's not really a job, it's not really money related, it's not to do with that. So 
if you are feeling a negative emotion, if you're feeling a frustration, an annoyance, um, some event has happened, whether that's an argument, something hasn't manifested, whatever it is, ask yourself, first of all, where is there an opportunity to see something good? Now, if you ask yourself that question and you've just annoyed yourself by asking that question, then I want you to take a step back <laughs> and I want you to really feel the, the emotion. So if you need to cry about it, cry about it. If you need to vent on the phone to a friend, do that. Get that negative emotion out, process it. If you can go straight to, okay, where is there the opportunity to see something good? That's excellent because you're not so deep into that negative emotion. But sometimes we do just have to process it first. Like, um, I've said it a number of times on this podcast, but I'm human and I get annoyed at stuff and I get frustrated. But what I'm now really good at is reframing that really quickly. So sometimes I have to stamp my feet and be annoyed and go, oh, that's so annoying. And then I can go, Okay, so where is the universe showing me something? Where is there an opportunity to see something good? Another question you can do is if you just looked at the facts, if you took away all the emotion, all the I felt, they did, just really scaled it down to facts, how would that change what was happening? How would that change your response to it? Now, to give you an example of this, I gosh, it's probably two years ago now, I um, received an email from someone and it made me feel really upset because I thought, oh my goodness, they think I've been rude, they think um, they don't want to work with me anymore, they've done this, they've done this, I feel that, blah, 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 blah. And my coach at the time said, right, Victoria, just take a step back, just describe to me what has happened purely with the facts. And I described it and she said, no, Describe it once more, just the facts. No emotion, no interpretation. And all it came down to was, I sent an email and that person replied. And doing that helped me to step out of the situation because I was seeing everything through this filter of fear. And, and in the end, I kind of showed my coach the email and she was like, you do realize she hasn't said any of those things that you were presuming and fearful of. And I realized it was because I was seeing it through this lens of this person doesn't like me, I've made a mistake, I've said the wrong thing, I've upset them and I would never want to do that. But that hadn't actually happened. So then I could reframe it into, well, to start off with, I sent an email and someone replied because that is it. When you reframe, you can see what's happened differently, but you can also change your response to it. Because remember, you can't change the other person, you can't change the event. If it's in the past, you definitely can't change it. But you can change how you feel about it and what you do from this moment on. Think about the power of now. Think about grounding yourself into the moment and saying, right, I've got choices. You've always got choices. What is the best choice right now? What do I need to know what do I need to feel in this situation? Another good question you can ask yourself is, well, if this had happened to my friend, or if this had happened to my client, or if this had happened to my partner, what would I say to them? And this is a really good one, because when it happens to someone else, we're not feeling that direct emotional connection to it. So we can think it through slightly differently. We can look at different avenues, different ideas. But when you're really in it, you're just feeling the emotion, you're seeing everything through that lens. 
And then the final question on this, if you're thinking about reframes is asking yourself, where is my past experience dictating how I'm seeing this event? So let's say, um, I don't know, you had maybe at school um, been teased for something. Maybe you'd been picked on or one person at school was a little bit nasty and said something nasty about, I don't know, the way you pronounced a certain word or something like that. Maybe an event has happened and a partner or a friend has joked about, oh, you do realise that you're meant to pronounce it like this, okay? Now, because of past experience, because of strong negative emotions that you may have experienced in the past, you are going to see this event differently. But when you ask yourself that question and you identify that, you can start to see that slightly differently and you think, okay, well, how would my friend react? How would my sister react? How would my insert other person react? And you start to think, ah, they wouldn't be feeling like this. So why am I feeling like this? Okay, it's because I'm hurt. Let's say your partner had said this. Does your partner know that you had had someone in your past tease you over that? If they didn't, then there's no way they would have known that what they said could have upset you. So maybe this is an opportunity to have that conversation and say, I know you didn't mean to say this, but this is why I got upset. I just want to share this with you. Now that's a, again, quite a general example, but the reframe is seeing the situation differently so that you can ask yourself really good questions and actually transform what you can change, which is your thoughts, your feelings, and your actions. Now, I hope this episode has given you some food for thought. I'd love you to share any examples of reframes that you've been able to do as a result of this episode. And as ever, if you've got things that you specifically want me to talk about on the podcast. So maybe something is going on for you right now and you would love me to help you reframe this. Feel free to either send me a DM on Instagram. So as as I said, I'm at victoria.maskell or send me an email to victoria at victoriamaskell.com If you want it to be kept anonymous, just let me know. And I can actually create an episode where maybe we've got three or four people sharing some examples where they would like some help with reframes. So this could be like a part two of this. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If this was your first ever podcast episode with me, then welcome to the podcast family. I absolutely love having you here. I'm so grateful for every single person who listens to this podcast. You really make me smile every time you send me a message or you tag me in your stories or you send me an email. So please feel free to do that if this episode has inspired you. Now I'm gonna see you very soon in another episode, but take care, have an amazing day and happy manifesting. Thank you so much for listening. If you like this content, I would so love it if you could leave me an iTunes review. You would totally make my day and you'd help this podcast to reach other listeners just like you. And if you know someone who this content would help, then please share it with them. Share the love, share the positivity. I hope you all have a wonderful and prosperous day and I will see you all in the next episode.